opening chapters of the Bible are the seedbed for the truth found throughout the rest of Scripture. As we study the first 11 chapters of Genesis, we will discover principles that can guide us as we seek to have a new beginning with God. Are you in need of a spiritual reset? Good news. Our God is the God of new beginnings. Let's join Scott Pauley now. I often think it's very helpful that we spend some time regularly in both the Old Testament and the New Testament and that you make the connections God makes in His Word. Remember, we're comparing Scripture with Scripture. It has rightly been said that the greatest commentary on the Bible is the Bible itself. So could I give you a recommendation as we're pondering and meditating on these new beginnings, these first principles? uh, Take Genesis 1 and John 1 and lay them side by side. Uh, Study them together, these these great parallel truths, uh, because you're going to find both of them are a revelation of our God. In Genesis 1, there's perfect light. In John 1, there is light. The Lord Jesus brings light into this world. In Genesis 1, uh, there is the power of the Word of God. God speaks, and it's so, and it's very good. And Jesus shows up in John chapter 1. Who is he? The Word made flesh and dwelt among us. In Genesis 1, you have the beginning of all life. Go to John chapter 1. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And so we're coming to understand the Jehovah of the Old Testament, the Jesus of the New Testament, one true and living God. He's the God of creation. Praise God. He's the God who can recreate, who can make new again. He's the God of new beginnings. So we return today to Genesis chapter 1. Now, when we left off in our study, we were looking at verses 2 through 5 at the very first day. And we've learned two things about God. Number one, God moved. And number two, God said. So, Lord, move on us and, Lord, speak to us. Let's add two more to it today. The Bible says in verse 4, and God saw. God saw the light. So not only is it true that God moves, not only is it true that God speaks, it is also true that God sees. Lord, move on us. Lord, speak to us. Lord, look at us. God is looking at you today. His eyes run to and fro throughout the whole earth, beholding the evil and the good. Friend, when you turn and get your eyes finally on the Lord, when you look through the lens of Scripture and the eye of faith to God, you will find he's had his eye on you all along. He searches. He knows. That's thought-provoking, isn't it? That in the midst of all of it, God saw. God saw beneath the surface. God could see through the darkness. And then when the light was created, God saw the light that it was good. God did nothing without light because he is light, and light is necessary for all of life. You couldn't exist. This planet could not continue in darkness. Aren't you glad our God is light? And God sees. God turns the searchlight on and reveals. You know God is looking at you today. Maybe you think you're totally out of sight. Nobody sees you. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what's going on in your heart and your mind. I can tell you a certainty from these first principles that our God sees you. He knows exactly what you're dealing with today because who God was in Genesis 1 is still who God is today. God has not changed. And so this law first mentioned God's revealing himself as the God who moved, the God who said, the God who saw, and then the God who divided. And God saw the light, Genesis 1 verse 4, that it was good. And God divided, 
the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. Did you ever notice that from the very beginning, God was drawing lines? God was making distinction. You know, we want to pray sometimes, Lord, move on me. Lord, speak to me. Lord, look at me. But when was the last time you prayed this? Lord, divide from me every dark thing, everything that shouldn't be in my life. Remove that. Now, we know in the context of Genesis chapter 1, he has a purpose for the day. He has a purpose for the night. We'll talk more about that a little later. Thank God for it. He made a time for us to rest and a time for us to labor. God, God set certain boundaries. But notice, please, there is a distinction, a great division between light and between darkness. And for the record, there always has been and there always will be. Light never becomes darkness, and darkness never becomes light. You're either living in the light today or you're living in darkness today. And I'll tell you what God wants to do. You want a new beginning? You don't need just to patch something over, cover it over, uh, change the facade, call it something different. No. What you need is the God of creation to step into your heart, to step into your family, to step into your situation, and let him sever from you everything that is not light. Let him draw the lines in your life. Let God have his way in you today. In a world of night, we are to be people of the day. And I'll remind you that the creator we're looking at in Genesis 1 is also the Christ that we come to know in the New Testament. In fact, listen to Colossians chapter 1. Colossians 1, verse 16 says of Jesus, For by him were all things created, that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist, and he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. The God of creation, the God by which all things consist, is the God of the church. That's my God. That's my Christ. This is my Savior. And when you come to Genesis 1, it's not just to learn things about how he did what he did. We don't know all the answers to that. It is to come to know him. And as we come to know him, we enter into a greater understanding of his power and wisdom and grace in making a new beginning. In fact, this is all about the Lord. In verse number 2, Verse number one, rather, we learned that he is the Lord of life. He created the heaven and the earth. Uh, in verse number two, we learn that he is the Lord of liberty. He's moving. Nothing hinders him. In verse number three, we learn that he is the Lord of light. Let there be light, and there was light. In verse number four, he is the Lord of lords because he has absolute power over the light and over the darkness. That is our God. I wonder, do you know him? Do you really know him? There could be someone listening to me today, and you know about God, you know the story of the creation, you may even know the story about Christ, but you've never personally experienced the grace of Jesus Christ in your own life. I want to tell you what to do. Uh, he will today come to live inside of you and make you a new creation, a brand new creature. If you'd be willing right where you are uh, to acknowledge your sinful condition, your inability to change your own wicked heart, and look to Jesus in simple faith and say, Lord Jesus, be merciful to me, a sinner. Forgive me and come into my life. Make me a new creature today, a new person. Friend, he'll do that. 
and you can be saved. Perhaps you're listening to me, and you have been saved. You've experienced the new birth, but you're not living in the power of the new creation today, the Christ that lives in you. There was a day you enjoyed life, but you're not enjoying life now. There was a day you walked in light, but you're not walking in light now. There was a day you were yielded to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, but you're not now. Could I challenge you to stop right at where you are today and acknowledge who he is in your life again and yield yourself to his control? I'm going to tell you what God will do. The same God who moved and spoke and saw and divided will move and speak and see and divide in your life. And he will make you today a new person in him. He will give you today a new beginning. Isn't that what we all need today? I say run to the God of Genesis 1 and you will find in him your new beginning. No matter where you are or what you've done, you can have a new beginning with the Lord. A great way to experience this new beginning is to have a fresh start in your devotional life. We encourage you to get into God's Word. On our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find a wide variety of devotional plans from which to choose. We hope they're a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us today, and may God help you to enjoy the journey.